to get caught up on like the little details or like the big details of your life. Like I want to like make it in a band and then like sustain myself. That might be too weird of a goal to fixate on, but to develop a really valuable relationship through music for me in particular and you, because you have dedicated your life to music. Mm-hmm. That's probably the end goal is to develop those in, in, a meaningful way or whatever way they don't have to manifest themselves as like always being a positive relationship but the fact that you can connect with somebody deeply through music I think is like all that it really is about um here I am it sometimes feels like it's just kind of spinning the wheels Recording check check. You're gone. I feel really weird because I'm not really speaking to you in front of me. But I have to think of you as in front of me because if I don't, then I won't be able to speak to you. How you doing? <laughs> I wanna do other shit. Yeah. Well, we made it past Valentine's Day weekend. Uh, everyone that is listening to this, we made it. We all made it. Uh, some people did not make it past that weekend uh, alive at all, much less um, with their love intact uh, or whatever the holiday is supposed to represent. So, yeah, saw a few good flicks. Saw uh, Whiplash at the theater with my friend. Good, kind of disturbing. Um, I think my brother and Ben Sloan, today's guest on the podcast, should watch this. They both went to a music school, though I don't think that their teacher was nearly as diabolical as the guy in that movie. And I'm not ruining it for you. Uh, I won't tell you what happens at the end when the two of them... Well, I won't tell you. I won't tell you. Uh, But... You already know from the previews if you you know that he's diabolical. I also this is this was like my uh, my uh, Golden Globes weekend or whatever because I watched that and then um, two nights ago I watched um, Birdman, Michael Keaton, good good flick good flick and then last night I watched uh, Richard Linklater um, in a porno. No, I watched I watched his his new film, uh, Boyhood, which which was great, which was excellent, and I think it's got Oscars written all over it. Literally, my copy, someone had written Oscar. It was owned by someone named Oscar. Uh, it was said Oscar de la Hoya all over the copy. So I don't know, but I, I had bought it in at the swap meet. So it was a, a uh, what they call a screener or, or a, a cam. It was a cam. It was like uh, shot uh, on, on VHS from the, the back row of the. You remember those? That I the, the I had a friend uh, who actually passed away, and one one cool memory that that my other friend brought up about him was one day we went to the swap meet. We must have been ten or eleven or twelve or something. We went to the swap meet by by uh, my friend DT's house, and. Uh, we bought a uh, a cam version of Species, if you remember that wonderful film from the 90s. 
uh, and we went back to, to DT's house and we watched that uh, in the basement and it was just the worst quality. It was literally like someone sitting in the back row of the movie theater with no uh, no tripod, just kind of holding a, a, a shitty VHS camera, you know, and trying to shoot the, the screen to make a few bucks. But you know what? We watched it and we loved it. We couldn't have gotten into that. That was rated R. You think we would have gotten into that in the theater? I don't think so. But uh, anyway, Boyhood, great film, great film. Very, very cool the way that uh, the kids grow up throughout it and stuff in, in real life. It's really neat, really neat. And that's not the only, I mean, it, that says, that's just a, a vehicle for, for, for what the film is about. So it's actually really good, really good. Uh, I am about to head to yet another doctor. You, you, uh, you, if you recall, you're just like, you're like, what? What is wrong with this dude? Well, I'm not really that sick or anything right now. I'm not really sick at all at the moment. Um, but I, if you recall last week's rant that I gave in regards to my previous primary care, I hesitate to say that because nothing was locked in. You know, we didn't have a, a, a relationship as such. We never agreed to be exclusive, but uh, that was sort of, I just, I'm over her. Uh, she, she, she wasn't what I wanted her to be. So I'm, I'm trying another one now, and I have my test results, so hopefully I won't have to uh, have any more blood drawn uh, because I can just hand her the test results from the last tests. And, uh, you know, we'll see, we'll see what's what. Hopefully this lady is nicer than the last. This lady is 35 years old. I, in a way, that's how old I am exactly. So in a way, this disturbs me. But in also in a way, it feels like, well, you know, if she knows her shit, I know my shit for music, you know what I mean? So if she's been doing doctor stuff since I've been doing music stuff, you know, she's she's in good shape, and I'm in good hands. And also, I feel like, okay, well, she won't be burnt out, and she'll be, you know, more, I don't know, easier to talk to or something, more on the level. But, but this is all yet to be revealed to me uh, in the next half hour or so when I get up there. So we'll see. We'll see what it's all about. I just want to have a primary care doctor that I can talk to. She doesn't have to be like... Uh, a a medical genius or anything like that. She just has to be somebody that, she's like the keeper of the gate for my other medical stuff. You know what I'm saying? She just has to be someone who's really chill, encouraging, has some ideas maybe, but but isn't necessarily the, the, you know, she's not going to fix everything that ails me, but she sort of just holds all the, all the records. So we'll, 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 we'll see how that is. Hopefully I won't get another Yet another cold shoulder from another doctor. But, yeah, no, I, I've been doing pretty good. We've been doing a lot of, lot of work uh, over at my brother's house every day. It is a, a, a winter wonderland, finally, here in Cincinnati. It has snowed a, a thick blanket of snow. And I think uh, those of you who are more in the northerly areas know what I'm talking about. And I, I, We didn't get hit by that last insane storm that that uh, blew out like the east coast or whatever we didn't really get hit with that 
So this is our really our first blanket of snow here in Cincinnati. It's kind of nice. You know, it's kind of nice. I, I walked back and forth to my brother's house yesterday. I mean, it was, it was less than 10 degrees out, so it was cold. And I don't really have proper attire. I have like a, uh, uh, almost looks like a hoodie sweatshirt jacket thing, but it's pretty warm. And I, I layer, you know, I'm a layerer. So I'll wear a flannel under that and a hoodie under that and a t-shirt under that, you know. So I do okay. And then you get the really the key is to have decent gloves, which I have some old deerskin gloves from the sixth grade. Some my grandmother got me in, when I was twelve or something. Um, and of course, some kind of hat, which I, I inherited. Uh, an old hat from my grandfather that that uh, almost like a uh, like a Holden Caulfield hat, right? With the, the ear flaps, you know what I mean? A hunt, almost like a hunting hat or whatever. Um, so that's the key to have. All right. Well, uh, I, I don't have too much else to say. Well, let's just talk about our guest for a second. Ben Sloan is a guy that. We met originally, my brother and I, at a restaurant we were at. So we were we were dining at a, a, a little spot actually owned by some, some other friends of mine uh, called uh, At- Atavola, 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 I think they say, which means to table, come to table, we're going to eat dinner in uh, Italian. And it's like a, one of these gourmet pizza joint, modern kind of, you know, whatever, uh, modern gourmet Italian shit, and, uh, we were eating there, maybe having a glass of wine, and Ben Sloan comes up behind us, he's a busser, I think, at that time, at that restaurant, he was only, like, 23 or something, and he says, uh, hey, guys, you know, like, he knew who we were, you know, hey, guys, I, I, uh, your music's all right, but I really dig those videos you do with Andre Highland." (laughs) <laughs> or something like that. Uh, and I got a kick out of that and we talked for a second. And then, and he ended up having gone to the same high school that I went to, you know, 10 years later. And then we went to a show of his at the Northside Tavern and saw him. Uh, he was drumming for the for the band and uh, just really liked his spirit on the drums. He just had a great, great passion on the drums and, and a great style and uh, we asked if he, we knew we were looking for another drummer for the tour and we asked if he wanted to come with us and he did so he toured with us for a couple years uh, after the the Mumps Etc. record came out or before it came out and after it came out and uh, that was that was a good time he's a great dude to have on the road because he has this way of he's just very open I think I mentioned that in the podcast, but he, he's, it's hard to travel with people that you can tell are in a bad mood, but they won't talk about it, or, you know, you got to kind of, when you're with someone in that close quarters, it's like having a roommate, I suppose, but even even closer quarters, because you're, you're traveling with them every day, you're working with them every day, and hanging out with them every day, um, and he, he's just, he was very, very easy to do that with, uh, he just mellow usually in a good mood and when he's not he'll, he's clear about why and he tell and he talks about it um and and most of the time he's just 
pretty pretty chill and and uh, a happy guy. I like that. He just a, a, has a great vibe, great great heart. So I, not to get too too teary eyed and uh, sappy over here about the dude, but I like him a lot. So I finally got him on the podcast. Okay, so this this is uh, my conversation with Barry Sloan. Nervous about this, man. Are you nervous? Uh, not necessarily nervous. Just I, I felt a little weird about it. Why? Tell me why. That's a good place to start. Well, I felt like one, I'd have to bring it. Yeah, you better have, have some stories. You better have some fucking stories. See, I'm not a story kind of guy. I'm just kidding. I man. listen to people more often than I talk about myself right. to people, and uh, just trying to humble myself at the beginning so people get a feel. <laughs> So that they're not expecting much, so that when you come with something, they're like, oh, that been okay. No, but mostly I was feeling like, um, like I wish I had more to represent myself if people were to go, look. Right. And I mean, you're, you're young. Yeah. You got a whole life ahead of you. So do of you. Of stuff. So do you. So do I. You're right. You're right. You're right. Me too. Um, right. Right. If people wanted to check... To, check you out after the podcast yeah i guess you know which is sort of like coming at it from only one angle and not really thinking about it right promote that's like a promoting angle i don't have we're jews man i don't have that about me also what's up man i haven't seen you in a minute yeah man we we just hugged for the people uh listening i'm good man yeah i'm pretty good i'm pretty good we've just been working over josiah's i know josiah Uh, seems really excited about it Good. I don't know what to think about it, but that's normal. Well, I just mean that it seems like Josiah's excited about the fact that he's in a flow and learning yes. and recording a whole yes. bunch of stuff. Yes. We've been putting the time in, that's for sure. Which is sweet. Which know? is sweet. That's what, yeah, that's the main thing. And I, I, that's been keeping me good. So that, like, you know, as we've talked about before, I feel good when I'm working. That's Otherwise, I feel weird and I don't know how to... What my place in the, in the universe is, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, I just, I mean, I, I kind of know what you're saying. I always have work to do. It's just I feel weird when I can't somehow get myself to do it. You, you always have. You mean back, back, backed up work that you, you're, you're all, from what I can tell, you're always working on several projects at once, kind of haphazardly, right? But yeah, we're right. trying to work on stuff all the time. When you say we, that's a many different we's. Oh yeah. Yeah, we could be anybody. I don't right. I don't know. What all I'm saying is that like if I have a bunch of work to do, I have a difficult time motivating myself to get the work done. Right. Versus feeling like I'm floating and don't have anything to but do. But what do you do? I don't see you as the type of person that you you're not a, a loaf or a lazy person. What, what, That's what you think. Man. Really? You tra you're tra- is tra- deceptive. <laughs> it's all about the well, haircut. You, yeah, exactly. Well, you you know, you have a girlfriend, and you spend time with her. That's something that's going to take up some of your time. Yeah, that does take up Just time. Just spending time with that person, you know. For sure, but that's pretty lax. That's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. That doesn't take up a ton of time. Um, it, it it does take time, but in, like, a good way. It doesn't yeah, of take course. Time that's that's your downtime. You need that. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. But... So what what else would you do if you're if you're supposed Although, to be working? I've on been something? hold on. I've been thinking about the downtime thing and had some uh, had this really weird conversation with the guy. I was walking randomly and talking about how you get emotionally exhausted from watching movies. Yeah, 
And all I do when I from hang investing out, in in the lives of the people on screen. Yeah, because I really invest. Like I mm-hmm. cry at movies all the mm-hmm. time. I really invest, and I realize that like when I'm hanging out with somebody and I watch a movie with them, I've just like released the emotion capacity of my that you would have in the conversation. Yeah, with that maybe person? so. Okay. I was thinking about that the other day. Maybe <laughs> I so. Like that. Well, that's that's why I think that's why we go to movies with dates. In a way, is is it something that you can you can both kind of get open. Yeah, or maybe it just brings it out. Maybe it just brings yeah. it up. It doesn't exhaust it. It just brings it out. That's yeah. true. You're both able to get emotionally vulnerable artificially. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right? Sorry. What was your what was your line before? My line? You were like going in a direction, right? Um This is a first, but you threw me off of my no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not a first. Um, I, I don't know. No, I was just asking what 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 you'll occupy your the time where you you feel like you should be working, and why do you feel like you should be working? Well, this is just so weird, man. Because, because this say, is so weird because like you know when I usually see you, either it's been in the past, like on the road, yeah, or. It's in a context where, like, it's kind of a quick exchange. Yeah. So more recently, quick exchanges. Yeah. More recently, I haven't quick seen exchanges, you, which I'm upset about. It's been a while, and yeah. so like now, it's like you didn't invite me to your birthday you, party. Like, oh, I, I, Yoni has to listen to me. Like, <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm interested. I'm gl- this is I scheduled this time so that I would get a chance to hang out. Yeah, with it's you. hangout time. Yeah, and talk. Um, so I'm genuinely interested. In your life. Yeah. I like you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know, I know. Uh, sorry, the question was, what just do like, I do with my time? Yeah, well, yeah, I'm just wondering, I, like, what what will you slough off this quote-unquote work time with, and, and what is it in you that says, because this is something I think about for myself as well, like, what is it in you that says, okay, I should be working on this, I should, I should be producing things, um, you know, rather than just living as a tree might live. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I guess like, you know, I'm always trying to, to create my own music. And I think that that's part of the reason that I can sometimes feel lethargic or slow because I'm fixated on that. And so like, I have, I have an, I'm working, I have another job right now. I have, what's your um, job right now? I'm working for a nonprofit to, develop a music curriculum for a website. Oh, yeah, So that's, yeah, like, yeah. a real job, right, right. pretty much. And, you know, that should be my first priority. But I still am so fixated on the fact that, like, I want to make original music, I want to yeah. play in bands, I want to produce my own music, other people's music, that when that's not happening, uh, either because I don't have time for it, like, I have to do other things, or because I'm just, like, sitting there in lethargy, is that a word? Yeah. And not working on it, I just get down on, yeah. on myself. But you, but you also need. I mean, look. And I'm trying to. This is me talking to myself as well as you. But we need, we need, like. Yeah, but I'm just trying to get a start. I know. I feel like I know. I'm but, trying to get like an initial, like just that first little crack open. Yeah. And. That's the part that's like... That's the hardest part, I think. Probably. Yeah, pro- it definitely yeah. is. It definitely is. And it, and more and more, it doesn't feel like necessarily what's going to happen. Like, my path might be different than that. But Yeah. It, that's the other thing, is that you have to, like, 
accept the natural trajectory of whatever the fuck might be happening yeah. w- within your life and, and your surroundings and you know I mean or you can make active moves obviously like you were gonna move to the bay or whatever you know to like change your surroundings and see what happens but I don't know and I'm, I'm just also and I know I know that you're trying to crack into something and that makes total sense to me but and and I'm only playing devil's advocate because that's how I am and you know that but the just the idea of it comes when it comes or something like that just letting it be natural be natural and and like you have you know but you do have to set up a fertile ground for like creativity you know if that's your personality which that is your personality and that may mean you know some some more like just setting aside a certain amount of alone time or, or you know, yeah. uh, or, or time with whatever other people that you're working with just to see what happens, you know what I mean? Yeah, the, you know, the other thing that I think is interesting that I'm dealing with right now is um, kind of my physical body is giving me signs and has been giving me a sign for a long time, but it's at a different height now to chill out from playing which in one way is good but in another way like flips me out because I have dedicated so much time to playing my instrument yeah that now my body like man I'm like really not capable of playing to the same extent or in the same way that I used to is play. it a technique thing is it something that oh you know, yeah I mean, I mean that's the same thing I remember that whatever you got upset to decide and Jeremy were like getting on you about your technique <laughs> but like maybe they're right to an extent about just the longevity of yeah. certain techniques no and they were right Josiah was just showing me shit today about holding a stick cause like I've always and you you and Josiah were showing me in Toronto that one time but or uh, um Montreal yeah but like I've always tended to grip between my first finger and my thumb, and that's where my main grip was. Josiah was showing me today about a very much looser way between your middle finger. Yeah, that's the fulcrum point. And thumb, the fulcrum point. Yeah, and and letting it kind of hang at the at the base of the. You but know. but let me ask you this. Okay, so they were right about my technique. Yeah, you're tr- you are tight. You're tight. I'm tight, but I can I can play in different ways. I feel. Yeah, but one thing. Especially with you, man. Yeah. Like when you hold the stick like this, yeah, you have such a a certain style and a certain sound to your rhythm. So, like, do you think that changing this is going to be at the expense of losing that? I, I mean, I'm all I'm all for learning. I mean, look, for one thing is you don't that play drums all the time. Well, there's that, but I've also been playing drums for 30 years. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's how I started playing. Yeah, when I was five or six. Yeah. So, like. You know, it it's gonna be hard. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna like, be hard to change. But change. I've been playing drums like this since I don't know. Yeah, no, it's eleven, it's ten years, thing. and I played and started in sixth grade. So like, I mean, I didn't start out playing the way that I play, obviously. Yeah. But like, there had to have been a seed of it now. So like, it's ingrained in me too. Absolutely, like, it, it is. It is hard. Yeah, you have, you, and I, I love it. I mean, that's what like when I was first watching you. That's why I hired you. I'm like, oh, this dude's badass. Because like. It, there is a certain it's wide movements. It's something like yeah. It's not. Back. It's not economical, but there's a feeling in it, and there's like a there's a passion in it. Yeah, and and there's there's like <laughs> yeah. 
and it also it not not only passion, but it feeds into the style of rhythm. It there's does. A, there's a stutter step. It does. There's if like you a, watch the guys who are playing, there's a lot of guys who play like that. Yeah, these there days, are. Man, yeah, it's like yeah, it's, it's actually the the almost Greg Deerhoof in a way. Greg Deerhoof, right? Yeah, yeah, but he like he blows me away when we saw him play in like Belgium or wherever. His, I heard an interview with him where he was talking about the way that he plays is intentionally uncomfortable <laughs> as a way to like, uh, like coerce creativity out of himself because like he said when he's in situations where he's uncomfortable it forces him to do something different or something new interesting and when you see that guy play like he's hunched over he right. like does not look fucking comfortable no. he's like eh. you wouldn't think that would be that he would be able to have the longevity with that but he must be 40 dude he's, he's like wired since he too, was man. very he's little. crazy he's like Iggy Pop style body where they're like their profession just shapes what they look like, dude. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, like, that's just all they can do. Right. Just right. fucking wiry. Except that he's clean living. He's not got the, the, the meth-addled, whatever the fuck he Was Iggy, Iggy Pop... Pop Iggy Pop was back in the day, but now Iggy Pop isn't. I mean, no, I think Iggy still, Pop is, like... He's eaten up, though. I'll say that. We saw... You we saw him at... Yeah, and Austin, dude, with the dude who would come and pick him up on stage. Yes. Like, he had wrap a, his cable know, and shit. You know what it's like? Is like, is Hodor. Is <laughs> Hodor... That's, that's, that's exactly what like, he wants. Exactly. He had Iggy Pop was the brain, and then he had a dude that just like carried him Iggy around. Iggy Pop just controls him uh, with his mind. But yeah, so that may, I mean, that's something that I would suggest working on. I mean, yeah, it, like I said, for me or for you, it's hard to change that after you, it's so ingrained in you. But, you know, little by little. Yeah. You know. Yeah, for sure. I have, you know, I mean, I have, I have students now at the MRC. Um, Are you still doing that a bunch? Yeah, I like it every Wednesday. You do? Yeah, and uh, I have one kid. Uh, I'm not going to name him because he's he's a minor. You know, no, <laughs> no, he's he's a good drummer. Like he's probably 12 or 13, and like, um, I mean, he's better than you. No, <laughs> no he's he's uh, he's good though. He he has. He, he's able Do you to, teach him drums? Are you teaching him drums? I'm teaching him drums and he, writing. I not, thought you were teaching kids how to write. I mean, I'm I want to, but like I don't have that many kids that come that come to me for that. Like the the lady that schedules. They think like, you're a punk, huh? Well, like, no, they sucks. like they like me, but they don't. Not that many kids know who I am. I mean, a couple of kids do, and then they like you know they do how how a thirteen or fourteen. You were saying like the like, white kids. He's like, famous. Yeah. He's famous. <laughs> Whatever. But like most kids don't know, yeah. and like. Um, but this kid, uh, yeah, I mean, he, he's good. He he he, play, he taught himself how to play. He plays the full set. He has good independence. Um, but he learned backwards. He never learned technique at yeah, all. Yeah. You know, I mean, you probably took drums in what fourth grade or whatever in school, right? And they taught you how to play the snare drum. Yeah, I started playing drums in school in eighth grade. Eighth grade. But that wasn't. I started really playing drums in school, like in a band or whatever. In ninth grade, right. in high school, you like a jazz band or yeah, you, jazz yeah. band. I just mean Carrie Cruz. Shout out to Carrie Cruz. I, I just mean even even like like I was in the concert band in fourth grade and then sixth grade. Yeah, no, I wasn't even in that. Okay, but whatever. Regardless, at a young age, they taught you how totally, to how totally. to hold your sticks. Right. This kid, you know, he's great at, at like doing all this shit, but he he holds the sticks really awkward. So like, it's that same thing where I have to like unlearn his bad habits. Yeah. And, you know, he tries, but he struggles to, you know... 
I mean, it's cool that he tries. I teach a bunch of kids who... He's a good kid. Yeah, like, that's all that it takes if he's mm-hmm. interested in it. Yeah. I teach kids bucket drumming, and, like, a lot of them don't have necessarily good technique, but a few of them are, like, really interested in learning. Mm-hmm. And those kids are sweet. That's what it takes. That's why that, that stuff is fun. When you Teaching is amazing, for sure, but when you have a kid who's, like, genuinely interested in it... Those are the ones, man. It's I, cool. Other kids, when they, like... I, there's other kids that I have who will also go nameless that it's just like why are you why are you why do they go why are you wasting your time why are you wasting my time like you know you're not really interested like you haven't like you know you haven't worked on whatever we were talking about last time or, you yeah. know what I mean it's just like whatever and I'm not I'm not hating like um you know whatever I'll, I'll still teach a kid I don't care yeah but it's it's just it, it makes it all it, the payoff is when a kid is like and lear, learns fast and because they're like really want to learn yeah that's, that's what super it takes cool. really I mean you know. and MRC that place has like incredible studios and all kinds of gear and a performance yeah. space like it seems like those kids have some pretty sweet access to things yeah I mean a lot of them don't really know how how, how to use how, that stuff how to use it or how good it is I mean they don't know that like. The opportunity they have is, yeah. is so well. Amazing. I mean, I guess they shouldn't be expected to know that stuff, but right. I mean, you know, yeah. You, you, you want them to not squander it. That's all I'm saying. It's yeah. like you want a kid to come in there and be like, "This is awesome. I'm going to take advantage of this and learn." You know, yeah. but some kids are also just coming like as daycare almost after school. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Which is cool too. And then you just kind of throw them into whatever they're they're kind of interested in. But so, how did you get started to go back to that? Because we never had that discussion. How did I get started playing drums? Yeah, you, uh, Matt, my stepdad, Matt. Okay, oh, we did discuss this because I have his drum set that right. I, I still bring on that, tour. The white set. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he played drums in like a bunch of different bands, and I think I always had like some kind of propensity for rhythm, and like every other story, there was tons of music in our house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I just started playing, like, I think Matt put his drum set away for a long time, which I don't really realize, or I don't understand why he did that, but got it out in sixth grade and started playing to some music. I think that was... Probably put it away because it's annoying when a little kid... (laughs) It's probably super annoying. It is super annoying. I think it was at the will of my mom, not Matt, but... Yeah, I think Matt, I, if I have this right, Matt went on a date with my mom, and this was very forward of Matt, but Matt said to my mom, I want to teach Ben how to play drums and then move to Seattle. I think that, with, was, that like, was like their with, first with date. You, you and your mom? Yeah, that was wow. their, their first date. That's some bold shit. Isn't that? He knew, and he knew. And he knew. But they Good dated for, for like eight years before they got married, so. Oh, after that. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, I picked up the drums and I started playing to a lot of music. Didn't really... Like you would put headphones on and be listening to something that you liked? Yeah. Which was what? What kind of Generally shit? Generally the Beatles. The Beatles, yeah. But it got into some other stuff. Like it got into a lot of hip-hop when I started getting a little bit older. I don't know. I just played to like anything that I could. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, I don't know. It's a blur. I just played a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I did. And like, were you in... Like uh, I wasn't in many bands. Even. Not in high school. In high school, I was in the jazz band, yeah. and then I had oh, dude, I was in 
this band called the Phalanges, okay. which was my first band my freshman year, and a bunch of seniors asked me to play in it. So oh, I felt man. like a badass. I felt like a badass so then. it was seniors. Were but they good seniors? No. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah, they were cool, <laughs> but like none of us were very good. So yeah. we had this band. We played like one, two shows. Yeah. And then that was it. But that's dope. You're like 13, 14 yeah, years old. Yeah, it was old. tight, man. Yeah. It was tight. And then other than that, like I didn't play in many bands, and I, oh, I had a, I had a recording studio in high school that what, what we, do you mean? we, we, it wasn't a recording studio, but we like built a vocal booth and then my friend Aaron and I had Persia records and okay. we made hip hop beats and recorded albums and sold them at lunch. So you yeah. sold your albums on, on made like mass. CDRs? Yeah, it was, okay. that was actually the highlight. Of, that was more what I was into than playing drums really. Okay. It was like producing, we Making used to like beats. reason to yeah. make beats. Yeah. Had an LED belt buckle that would announce upcoming albums that we'd wear around You'd school. You'd wear it and it would say, oh my God. Yeah, dude. <laughs> we sold that shit at lunch. Our first That's rapper was, uh, was DT, Da Truth. That yeah. was the rapper that you yeah, produced? Yeah, Patrick okay. Captain. Okay. Still out there making Juan music. Hill's guy? Yeah, one okay. of his guy. Badass. Okay. Did his album, then he brought his cousin over, YG. And man, yeah, I don't what know. What does YG mom, stand for? Young Gage. Okay. Yeah, dude, we made like two albums and then we started recording these other guys and they didn't pay us, so we made a diss album against them and sold that. Well, you were rapping on it, dissing? I didn't rap. Okay. We got our dudes to like okay. rap for us. Okay. <laughs> we just made the beats. Some questionable shit was said on those records. Right. <laughs> yeah. But where can people find those questionable apps? No, <laughs> they're not online. They're not online. <laughs> they're in my room somewhere. Yeah. Um, which is at 4212 <laughs> University Drive. Pretty close, actually. Maryland, Detroit. Remember on shows, like for the first month of shows, you would always introduce me and you would say, Ben went to college here. <laughs> because you have to have... I wish you had done that like from the beginning to the end. You have to have a... Per- you have to set up a personal, local thing with each town. No, but you didn't do that. You didn't do that. Actually, that was a question I had. Yeah. I was thinking about questions to ask you, man. Sure. Because you're, you know, you've a storied life. <laughs> But at certain shows, like, I know it's about feeling the vibe, but at certain yeah. shows, it seemed like you wouldn't even try to engage the audience. You'd just be like, Sometimes. fuck this audience. Well, it's and- not about fuck the audience. It's just about the way I feel. It's about, like, I, you know, I'm, I'm an introvert, you know what I mean, by nature. But I, I can fight that and, and get into a mood where I, like, I'm silly. You've seen me both ways in front of audiences. And, like, it really does come down to my mood. And also the way that the audience interacts with me, and and just I'm very sensitive to to vibe, and and like I guess auras or whatever the fuck you want to call it, just the energy the the energy interplay, um, and when when it feels right to joke around and be silly, I I'm I will go with that flow. But then there's other times where I, I just feel a pinched thing or closed off sometimes those shows have more like another kind of dark it's a different kind of emotion behind yeah. it yeah sometimes yeah. i mean yeah it is a lot to ask for you to kind of bring it every night and to be i hope that front. i bring it every night in terms of performing but in terms but in terms of like talking i'm not i'm not really like you know i'm not a stand-up comedian and i'm not like a uh 
Oh, you've thought about it. I'm, I'd love to do it, but I don't, you know, and, and I'm not a vaudeville guy. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not somebody that is like naturally able to just like, here we go again. Okay. Show 123. <laughs> I'm, I'm miming putting on my powder. Um, but you know, I, I, I just, I'm moody and I get and like, I'm, you know how I am. Yeah. I mean, we're, maybe with the exception of like Josiah, we were all moody. He even gets moody. He gets... It's kind of scary when he gets moody because it's... Maybe. Unexpected or something. Yeah, I, I never saw that. But and I feel like I saw a lot of the Y dynamic. Yeah. I never saw Josiah really... I never just saw, saw Josiah Rarely. get upset. Rarely, yeah. I, 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 I appreciate the way you get moody because you're, you're very much an extrovert and you are... I don't feel like an extrovert, though. Why do you say that? Because I, you're able... I, Maybe you're not in terms of your like where you get your energy. I don't know, but you're a very good communicator, and I think it probably has to do with Matt and your mom or whatever. But maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. But you're you're very much able to express like if you're in a mood like you'll you'll literally come and be like, guys, I'm in a <laughs> shitty mood right now. If I say some shit or you know that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Where, you know, whereas like uh, uh, you know other people. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna name names, but just other, just be dark. Yeah, so just get dark, and it's just mean. scary. You know what I mean? And it's just a different thing. Like you, you, you're, you know, you're saying like this is not about any one person, or you know, yeah, for or sure. Even if it is, you'll be like, Yoni, I have a problem with the way you said this or did this. Yeah, and then we work it out. That's important. But when I, you're, with the touring stuff, like that was so huge for me, man. That was like all learning. Whereas I felt like with all of you guys, you had done it so much that like you weren't necessarily learning the ropes. Maybe you were learning something from it because you're always learning if you're like it's trying to be introspective. Thing. But you know the touring thing. Maybe the bus was a new thing for you guys. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we had dabbled in it, but never like full, like all the time. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I think that like one of the reasons to go back to what we were saying at the beginning is that I think I'm fixated on it is because I, I, I loved that so much. Yeah. And like, it wasn't necessarily, I mean, part of it was about like receiving accolades at, at shows or like even back home to be like, Oh, you're is accolades blowjobs? Is that, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Up, Nothing like that went down ever on any of the Y tours. Uh, but more just the fact that you can kind of like travel sort of anonymously, sort of not anonymously. And, and then you get to perform every night and it's always like a, it's a chance thing. Like the performance could be really good and everybody could feel great after the show and then go play like Pac-Man on the bus. Right. Or the performance would suck and you'd have to like figure it out and balance it until the next day. Why did we suck? Or like... Just Why did the, we suck? Why, you know, what happened? What was wrong? Like, sometimes it's about playing the blame game and be like, dude, I think you played that shit way, like... Yeah, you were so, fast. You were slow. Sometimes the tempo... Yeah, the tempo shit... Yeah. The tempo shit fucks with me. Well, like, because it, you, we had two drummers. You had two drummers. Two yeah. drummers. But I think in any band that I play with, tempo haunts me, man. Yeah. And I think it probably haunts a lot of drummers. Yeah. Well, well it's a lot of responsibility. You know what I'm saying? As a drummer. I'm just I, saying, I, drummers take a lot of the blame for shit that is not always their fault. Like, yeah. Br- drummers aren't always the ones that are pushing. No, but 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 They're, it somehow comes down to the drummer to be the one that makes the decision. To, like, hold it back? I know, but, like, I think the sign of a good musician is to be sympathetic. And, like, if somebody's... 
I guess within reason, but if somebody is feeling it a certain way, yeah. I think it's kind of like the wrong move to just to be like, like fuck no, that, I'm go. staying here, yeah, like yeah, hold yeah. it down. Because yeah. then then the audience knows something's up, right. the rest of the band knows right. something's up. It just like you're always like chasing the the like perfect balance between all of the people who are playing. That's a that's a very interesting And thing. that that was why the why shit was cool sometimes because there's six people on there, mm-hmm. which is a big band mm-hmm. with a lot of moving parts and a lot of changes in the music. So when that locked, rarely locked for a full set, but it locked like there were always moments. I yeah, think. always, yeah. I was always curious to hear when you were like, yeah, that was a good set, which you almost never said. <laughs> well, they, they, you know, it, it, for me, it, it, it always came down to those like short energetic sets that I really liked. Yeah. Like, whenever yeah. we got like cut short at a festival, like I was like, ah, we went in, we t- took names and fucking whooped ass. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. There's like the YA list of songs we can play. Yeah, exactly. You play like the, yeah, exactly. Just like the, and I don't want to say the hits because there's no real hits, but the ones that are just like, the ones that feel like kick ass and, 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 uh, have a little energy. Yeah. Yeah. Those were the best ones. I mean, like the South by Southwest sets, even though they were fucking hectic, were like some of the best sets we played, I think. It's that nervous energy that comes out that, that is sometimes good in a, in a moment like that, but you know, Are you itching to get back into that? Um, at some point, you know, like I mean, I still have solo shows that I'm doing. Yeah, um, coming up just to to pay the bills and shit like that. Um, what's that? What are those? Like May. I, I don't I don't know the dates exactly, so I shouldn't talk about it on here. But, um, I, you know, I I I do like it. Uh, I also feel not to go too much about me, but I, I have several projects as well that I'm like I would like to get this finished, this finished, and this finished. You know what I mean? And I feel like where, where does Y rate on the list? Uh, that well, that's the that's the main thing I'm working on right now. <clears throat> yeah, it's the main thing you're working on. But like, do you feel an urgency to get that done? Are you feeling it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm in there every day. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think... Um, and that's where I'm putting my songs that I'm writing right now. You know what I mean? So, that's that's something. Um, I, I have a question about that. Yeah. I guess you could have you could have a variety of outlets for the stuff you write, right? Yeah. So, do you ever worry that if you... Like, you're writing some really great stuff that you're really into... Do you ever get like you like tightly hold it? You're like, I don't know if I'm going to give this up. Of course, I mean, you know, yeah. I mean that's what why is. That's what why was. You yeah, know, like, is in the beginning is like, you know, as a reaction against the the stuff I was doing collaboratively, which was not, you know, I, I look back very fondly and all that stuff. But there was a certain thing happening within me that felt that way, like yeah, that it, that that wasn't the right collaboration, or this yeah, wasn't the right collaboration, or just I need this to be exactly how I need it to be, and I'm less like that now, perhaps. Yeah, but definitely back then, um, there was a, you know, I was a very, I had a very strong mind about what I wanted. Yeah, you know, I'm a little looser now, uh, I think. I'm having a hard time with that. With give, giving stuff up or, coll- or knowing where to put your coll- your yeah. ideas. Because writing for me, I really love creating stuff through the computer and recording. 
-hmm. I really like creating through recording. Mm -hmm. And when it happens, it's really cool. I think to my ears, it is. I, I, but it, but it comes for me so rarely. Okay. And all of a sudden it comes. And then also all of a sudden I have all of these different projects that I, I could invest it in. Yeah. And, uh, and which you, so in other words, like you could put, if you, if you make a quote unquote beat or whatever recording idea, you could put that in the project that you do with Steve. No, with Steve, actually, that's not how it seems to work. That all comes ground up between the two. Steve is like, yeah, we just kind of, we might bring a cell of something in, but we play together. And that, that's just how that dynamic is. Like, we have to play it together for us to both feel it. Okay. But it's other projects, like other projects that I have either, like, working or have put time into. Mm-hmm. And they could all have, like, um, a similar vibe in a way. All the music could be directed to any one of those. Right. And so I'm like, yeah, or, or a solo thing. Like, I could have a solo thing and be really happy with that. And so I, I get... Lately, I've been getting kind of clouded about that. That's that's a difficult thing that actually Elado Negro on last week's podcast uh, talked about. He said uh, it's difficult being plural. Yeah, it's that's a it great really way to put is. it, man. It really is. And I, I have the same thing, man, because I have so many little musical snippet ideas that, like, yeah, right. yeah, this could be... This could be a beat idea for the record I'm doing with Getty. This could be something that I do... On, you know, solo. This could be. This right. could go to why. This could. Yeah, same thing. It, I don't always know. You know who? You know who always knew was No Stomp. He always seemed to have an like idea. Who, this, yeah, he's like, was, oh no, this is a cloud Debbie. You know what I mean? Like he just seemed to have an producer, idea. Producer like that. He's like, I guess so. A producer in a certain. Not that you're not a producer, but yeah. like his idea of a production is a little bit more clear cut. Maybe. Yeah, and, and and I mean, I think back then. There, there was maybe more of a more of a clear cut thing like you know Cloud Dead was was dark right. and shoegazy and and ambient and you know Reaching Quiet was kind of goofy yeah and you know what I'm saying like, like yeah so maybe the lines so, were a little clear yeah a little clear nowadays yeah, <laughs> I don't even know anymore you can't give No Stop too much credit here <laughs> well I, no uh, he's great I, I I just nowadays it, it's a, it's it just seems like it's a little blurrier for me like I don't know what like the why sound is exactly d- differentiated from like my sound yeah. or differentiated from my production sound that I might do for someone else. You know what I mean? Like, I guess this is not as clear to me. Yeah. I feel that that way. Too. So in terms of your life, I mean, I, I would say that, that probably, and I don't want to just be offering you advice. That's stupid. That's sort but. of what our relationship is <laughs> in is a it? lot of ways. God. I mean, but you, but you, yeah, you, you give me advice too, though. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But go ahead. What were you going to well, say? I, I don't know. I, I, I think. I mean, that's that's one of the things I was feeling, and why I wanted one focus, and why that's what why I became for me is like this is where I'm going to put all my ideas. Yeah. And like the other shit that I did, you know, throughout the years, I guess before. You know, before I started doing like I guess the divorcee record and the and the the first Serengeti record and stuff like that, I didn't do that many like full on collaborative albums. Yeah. Um, and obviously I collaborated within within Y, but that was still like my tightly held thing. Yeah. Um, I think though the difference for you versus me is that um, 
in a way you could present the whole package if you needed to. You know what I'm present saying? Present the whole package. Excuse like, me? <laughs> You're an idiot, man. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, you can perform all of the parts that you needed to some degree. Drums, bass, piano, guitar. Mm-hmm. And then you could sing. And your voice is... I think your voice is kind of key to your success. In that people... And and my and my limited success, too. You know what I mean? Like, it's because it's... it's it, Maybe so. I mean, maybe. I don't know. But I think that the voice is sort of the launching point for a lot of... Yeah. What I do anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I I also, you know, have have produced stuff for other people too. You know. um, Yeah, and your voice does come through through that. And not your singing voice, but your style. style. I guess so. Um yeah, I don't know. That's that that that's all I would say is that is that to have to be too plural is probably not the best idea unless you are on your shit. Yeah, like unless you're like yeah, yeah, like um, yeah, you, you you know, okay, Monday Tuesday I work on this shit, Wednesday Thursday I work on this, shit. you know that that kind of thing. Yeah, and you know exactly the sound of each project and blah blah blah. Yeah, which that's tough. Doesn't work for me or I haven't tried to discipline myself like that so yeah. I don't know if it works for me that's it I'm, I'm in a point right now where I think what I'm doing is becoming more plural um, I don't know exactly what it looks like because it ha- I haven't like it's hard to finish things when you're working on multiple things at once yeah so I you know I don't know if it's if it serves me or not but it feels like something that I'm doing yeah, it feels like something I'm doing too. Yeah, and I I just want to have something finished right. in general to present for myself. Set, set some deadlines or something, man. Yeah, I mean some of the deadlines are. If it's all collaboration, you can't set deadlines if it's an up in the air project, right? Or if you know you're trying to f- kind of work with another person or with other people. Right to make it happen, and also the the whole crew here, like the guys that I play music with primarily, are all doing so many things. Yeah. So it's difficult to pin down anything in that in that setting. Right, right. I mean, you know, and this is what I always said about that crew is like, if you guys had some kind of, I just think there's so much talent there, so many talented people that, you know. You guys have like, uh, I don't know. There's just an energy around it. There's that that same thing that like the beginning of Anticon or like, I mean, you see it in all kinds of musical movements and shit that people have. You know, there's that that collective energy, creative energy that happens. Um, But what it takes is someone to focus it, you know what I mean? And, And... but I don't know and finish things I guess yeah you know yeah there's I think there are you know that that is a personality type somebody that wants to tie up the loose ends and finish it and shit like that yeah it's hard to do definitely yeah and definitely in a social thing like if you don't feel like you know I have this feeling that like when like when something feels like it's my thing I, I feel more like like I have more the right or responsibility to wrap things up or to, to like 
look after it like all the way but when I feel like something is I'm like on the outskirts of something or, or just kind of like I'm one of the people that does something then I don't feel like it's even my right to like try to finish it up you know what I mean yeah I definitely know what you mean but also sometimes if it's your thing you can quickly realize like where you're how, how much control you really have over it or how much understanding you have of it mm-hmm. so like it's your thing you're in control you should be making the calls and you don't really know exactly what you want I find that a lot. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And then I get into the thick of it and I'm like, whoa, I don't know. Like maybe this isn't yielding what I thought it was going to yield. Right. This isn't exactly the same thing. That but happens all that's the also time. speaking in generalities. Man. Well, that happens all the time to me as well. I think all you can do is kind of the best in any given moment. Yeah. Make the best guess and, and just, you know, just work on shit until it feels like it's getting there, I guess. But that goes back to what I was saying in the beginning. Like I'm still, I'm also just trying to be not as hard on myself you know yeah are you finding success with that no but no I, yeah I'm like, yeah I am actually a little bit like cause I've, I've always been the same guy really and like I'll have these days where I feel like I can't do shit you know yeah and like I think in the past especially if I'm a little bit sick or not, just not feeling great tired whatever in the past, I would, like, really beat myself up about that. Like, you know, why are you doing Yeah, like, this? why are you so down? But nowadays, I just kind of like, okay, well, looks like I'm just taking a mellow day. You know? <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, I can afford to do that. I'm fucking rich. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm curious about that, man. Like, how no. the fuck do you No, do? but, yeah, I mean, well, I just, I hustle. Like, I set up, I set up times where I, like, that's why I'm setting up shows in the spring. Like, I know I'll need money. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. And, yeah, I can. Because, that's cool balance, of, man. That's really cool. Like, that's a yeah. really awesome way to know. You know, I do obviously it. don't get pay, I don't get paid to work on any of these fucking records. You know what I'm saying? No, I know. I mean, nor do you. You know, but yeah, you do yeah. it for the love of it. Yeah, I mean, I would love to be able to set up a show or a series of shows yeah. and be like, okay, I know this will stretch me from here to here. Yeah, for well, me, it I, feels I mean, kind of nonstop, man. Like the days, I think I beat myself up on the days when I'm down because, like, I'm like, you're wasting time. Right, like, you're wasting a lot of time right now but what's you know what's the end game ultimately because okay I, I'm gonna, I know I'm I know gonna fess up and say that I've been watching all these like the universe the co- have you watched Cosmos Cosmos the universe dude that shit is amazing all this shit so like it's putting me in, it a, does in a put state you of mind I'm just like you know like even if I die yeah but that perspective doesn't last that long no I know but it's good to get back to that it's good to like it's good to fluctuate between the different perspectives because another perspective that I have is also like seeing how shit really is out there like beyond earth and shit I like I think like if I was alive back before other people told me what shit was I would have had no idea you know what I'm saying because I would be so focused like you wouldn't have you wouldn't have spent any time thinking about that. Right. And, and that, yeah, yeah, none of that true. shit would exist, which is crazy because that's the majority of reality. Yeah. And like my reality would have just been like, you know, and, and especially before glasses came out, would have been like <laughs> two feet in front of my face. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so. No, I don't think that's true, but I know what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, you, but can't, the, you can't even put yourself in that situation. No, I know, but. But. That show 
Cosmos in particular yeah. is an incredible show yeah. and has opened up so many just like I need to go read about this and yeah. I've bought books because of that show that show is really great yeah and it does it, it brings me a lot of inner peace when I watch yeah, that yeah because you're like okay it's it's okay yeah like, yeah know, I am, I'm literally like a tiny little growth like coming off of this one little planet yeah and like it it's okay like I'm a, I'm a like a, a wart yeah. On, on planet Earth, you know. <laughs> yeah, what I mean? for sure, like, for sure. So, um, yeah. Anyway, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, and I, I think like, but I do want to. That's it. I do want to see you finish it. I do want to as I well. I would like to have an album of your shit. That's yeah, like, okay, and you will, you will for shit. sure. Yeah. I, honestly, man, like I don't know. I'm getting all heavy about stuff, but I feel pretty good, and like yeah. I've been doing a lot of cool work as of late. So it's not like. I'm moping around or or, th- or that kind of thing. I just, you know, this is what I thought I should talk about during a podcast. <laughs> well, the other thing that we should mention is that um, at you, you, the first, what, 40 episodes or something, you were my co-producer for the podcast. Right, 40. Right, 40. What was it? How many was it? Like 10. Okay, well, whatever. Those were hot episodes, man. All the shit, if you go back to the early shit, not the very, very first few, but, like, what what, what, what episodes were they, like, between what and what, like... I think the first one I did was the first Andre Highland episode you did. Alright, so that was early. That was, that like, was early. eight or something like yeah. that. So, from then t- until, like, what, maybe 15 or so after, 20 after that, you were fucking with them. And all that, like... Those would probably be weird to listen to now. I would love to listen to one of those. All those drops was Ben Sloan. Yeah, those drops were yeah. good. Yeah. That was a different direction for the Different podcast. direction, but a great direction. It just was too time consuming. Why? Well, yeah. Yeah. Why why are you staying up on this so much? The podcast. Why do I do it? Yeah. Um like does it still have the same does it ever feel like fuck, I gotta do another podcast? It 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 sometimes does, yeah. But not recently, recently. But yeah, there there are times where I'm I feel behind. Like how many right now do you have to life? like under your belt that in you the hopper yeah just in hopper. one in the hopper just nice. one but who's that who's on that one Elado Negro oh right okay yeah. plural yeah um dude you better put this one out like before his cause his is gonna be sweet no yeah, this is this is sweet as well man they're all sweet that's I, I, that's the thing is like I don't put judgment on these at all I don't go back and listen to them you know what I mean I just like enjoy the conversation and uh, you know, throw it to, throw it together with an intro and outro and whatever I do, and then that's it, you know. And one day I went back and listened to um, a bunch of the intro, not the intro, the whole intros, but just you know how I've been putting like I don't yeah. know how, how you've been yeah. listening lately, yeah. putting people's voice in the beginning, yeah, with a little reverb on it, talking yeah. about you know. <laughs> You know what I think about the world. Whatever. No, you know. it's a cool opener for the. Yeah. So I, I went back and listened to like twenty of those in a row, just like before before the theme song comes on. Yeah, it's kind of like the blurb of what the thing is going to kind of exactly. feel like. And I was like, "This is awesome! Like, I'm so glad I do this. Like, cool. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. I was just curious if it ever feels like a burden. It, it's. I mean, it's an extra thing in my life, especially yeah. when I have so many things that I do, and now I have. Or, you dude, know. on the road, like, whenever yeah. I try to accomplish shit on the road, it would it's just hard. feel really challenging, yeah. even though you have these stretches of time mm-hmm. of not doing anything. You, on the road is actually easier in a way for me because, with a bus, 
with that, the bus. Yeah. Or, I mean, you could, you would go and do your thing yeah. for a little while yeah. before you the show. I do so my that. thing. I do my thing. And, and, and part of my thing definitely is the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I, you know, one day maybe we'll get back into hyper produced. I want someone to come at me with 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 money. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, Yoni Wolf. Do you make that plea every podcast? No, I don't. No, I don't mean a, I don't mean a, a listener. I mean like some kind of, like you know uh, uh, an online magazine or yeah, some shit. Yeah, for sure. To be like, oh, you know, this is cool. You know, let's or or even you know let's do a new show that you'll host and we'll, you know we'll put it together. You know, and then we could do we could do the the Radio Lab style. You know, cut, that could in. probably happen after you release another album, and it does well. That's possible. You know what I'm saying? Assuming it does well, assuming I ever release another album, it'll happen. But, yeah. Yeah, can I'll I ask there. you about that? That record? Uh, what? You mean what we've been working on? What you're working on. Yeah. Do, is it cool? I don't know how much I want to talk about it, but I mean, I'll, 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 a little bit, yeah. You don't want to talk about it on here. Well, no, no. A this little is what bit. your a fans little, want. Man. Well, a little bit is fine. I don't want to like you know. I don't want to blow up wad or anything like that. But um, it's it's cool. Yeah, we're, some stuff has been, uh, you know. You heard the water. You were there that day when we recorded that. Yeah. Um, why did I just name this? <laughs> Didn't mean to say that. Uh, go back and yeah. So we did one other like that style, and then we did we've done a few others like more like you know, ground up, layer by layer kind of production. But they're all, the uh, the seeds of all them are like my songs that I write on piano so so far. Does it, does it sound? Though I have other stuff that I've worked on that may go to a solo record and may go to the wide, it, it just, I don't know. Again, same thing. we're talking idea, about, I know, thing. I know. But, but does, does this stuff, um, does it sound like anything else that you've done? It sounds like alopecia on Kratom. On no, Kratom. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you guys have been smoking no, Kratom. No, I've not been smoking Kratom. Do you but smoke Kratom or do you ingest Kratom? You ingest it. You ingest it. Kratom. You mix it with some applesauce and you eat it. Dude. Um, but, Liz no. This is all about that. She's been, she's been eating it? I think she did. Okay. Um... It's pretty. It feels pretty good, but it, it did. It constipated. Wait, me. so you I'll have be, tried I'll it? Be honest, I did it once. Yeah. Okay. It gave it gave me constipation. Yeah. I don't think I'll go. I'll do it again. Even though it fe- it feels like it feels like it's like an opiate almost. Yeah. Right? It feels like it feels like a Vicodin. It feels like you took a Vicodin and drank a coffee. It's not that intense. It's what? pretty simple. Okay. Okay. How, how's your health? How's your back? Uh, it it hurts a lot. Yeah. Most of the time. So is it? Does that go into your playing um, issues? Yeah, last month I didn't play any drums because of your your lower back. My it was lower and upper, a okay. lot of upper actually. Because because the upper is, um, what do you call it? It, I mean, just because your upper back is what you apply when you're playing. A I know, drum. but I'm thinking it's probably like compensating for your lower back. Could I mean, be. I don't know. It could be. You got your shit's all fused up on the lower back, right? We should say you broke your back. I broke my back, and then there's also skiing. I have a disc that's pushing out of my lower spine. Yeah, but it's not, you know, honestly, my upper back hurts more, which could be from compensating. That's not kind of the word I've been getting, but I do you go to a, a go to physical therapy. Yeah, um, yeah, it sucks, man. Yeah, it sucks because like, you know, I I can't practice the drums. 
and I can't even really sit at a computer for too long. And I can't That's exercise. Hard. Yeah. I can't exercise for real. There's got to be some kind of exercise you can do. I'm not allowed to swim. Really? I just have that to do these like, like one. little, I know, like low impact. I have to do all these like very, very incremental, subtle exercises. Mm-hmm. Well, you look good. You stay gone. How does it, how do you do this? I smoke kratom, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you don't have, you, you don't overeat. You keep it. We do all right at the house. I've been doing shakes every morning. It's good. Just blending all kinds of veggies and fruit up. This is some Eddie shit. Yeah, it's Eddie's blender. Yeah. But it's been amazing, dude. Yeah. That and multivitamins. Okay. That you look good. That, that shit's amazing. So, but... Yeah, I, I took the month off, and now I'm, like, slowly creeping back into it. Though I have to play this big-ass show on Saturday at the, fun, the, the Woodward. It's okay. Like funk show. Oh, right, with the funk band. Yeah, but anyways, that, yeah, I don't know. I'm building back up to it. Yeah. For sure. Are you, do you think you'll try to change technique, or? Yeah, I work, I mean, when I practice, I work on technique all the time. It's yeah. It's like heat of the moment. Yeah. The more wild I get with my movements, either I'm feeling it, like, super hard, or I'm trying to, like, get it to a place where I'm feeling it. Right. I think... When I'm kind of in the middle of those two things, it's the best. And I probably sound the best when I'm playing that way. Right, right. Yeah, there's, there's a point where, I'm going to say this because we, we, we say things. There's a point where you get too excited. Yeah. Almost like a dog peeing on himself. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, like if you come in and the, and the dog pees because yeah, it's too it excited. Yeah, like super hyped. Um, whereas, yeah, it's gone too far. It's like, uh, okay, there's a sweet spot where you're into it just the right amount. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And that sweet spot is elusive. Yeah. To be sure. Yeah. With why music though, why music isn't conducive to really much, at least in the way that it's orchestrated, it's not conducive to like getting excited and adding embellishments. Right. Why music, as I learned by the end, <laughs> yeah. is just like playing the part expressively. Yeah. But playing the part that's there. Right. And that's when those sets felt best. Felt best, yeah. With other bands that I play with and the music that I write in particular, I think I leave a little room for Definitely. that kind of momentum to come and for yeah. the stretch to happen. And you're good at that. And like you, why it was different feeling. Yeah. Why it was a different definitely. feeling. For sure. But you, but you, I feel like you can do both. And, and by the end, I found a groove in why that was yes, awesome. I agree. I loved it, man. Mm-hmm. I love playing those shows. Yeah. I mean, I love playing all the shows for the beginning. No, but I agree. You you seemed to... I, th- I feel like there was a frustration that you had early on. For sure. Just about the fact that you, you're a caged beast. You know <laughs> I, I mean? was a like, caged beast, man. And and forced to play these very particular parts that interlocked very particularly with everything else. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And it took my... You know, I was also, like, naive about shit. It took me a while to figure out, like, what the music needed. Yeah, that's what the learning experience yeah. was. For but that by the situation. end, I, I thought we definitely were locking in real good. Yeah, man. Yeah, and I think now the biggest benefit of having done that is that I think Josiah and I can play really well together. Yeah, because we know sort of each other's idiosyncrasies mm-hmm. in playing. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Yeah, because that's, that's I guess that's a hard thing to learn with dude, someone else. Oh yeah, I, definitely. But you're talking about like what's the end goal? You know, you just mentioned that like yeah. a little bit ago. And 
I think you're right to get caught up on like the little details or like the big details of your life. Like I want to like make it in a band and then like sustain myself. That might be too weird of a goal to fixate on, but to develop a really valuable relationship through music for me in particular and you, because you have dedicated your life to music. Mm-hmm. That's probably the end goal is to develop those in, in, a meaningful way or whatever way they don't have to manifest themselves as like always being a positive relationship. But the fact that you can connect with somebody deeply through music, I think is like all that it really is about. You know, I didn't say, uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. While you were just talking. Why is that? Can you guess? Intro. <laughs> nice. Now, you know, now, you know, um, and it, well, I'm going to have to find it though. It's at 5731. Okay. Jesus, man. I remember that. Are you going to chop I've this start, at all? See, I've started... No, I don't really cut things out yeah, anymore. you got to cut out, like, the no, beginning, no, no. it's man. been good. What, what, I, what, what I've started to do a bit to be more efficient is, in my mind, remember when an interesting thing was said so that I can put it at the beginning and try to remember the subjects that we talked about so I don't have to listen all the way back through so that I can just write down on the... Uh, yeah, you just kind of get it. Yeah, the thing. Um, but anyway... I mean, we can start closing up here, but I'm curious if there's anything else that that you wanted to talk about because, um, you know, I didn't really have a goal in doing this, and I, I know I didn't like go back to the beginning of your life and you know do that. But it's like we already know each other very well. Yeah, it's hard to talk about that. Yeah, it's hard to get into that. You know, and I did do that with Josiah and stuff like that, but it felt more like it really did feel like a psychology. Uh, session or something like that. Yeah. Not that it's bad, but um, yeah, is there anything else that, like, you pretty much just said what what you're working towards in a philosophical sense. Yeah. But practical sense too, perhaps. I mean, I just came up with that, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but is there anything else, like, what what as a particular thing are you looking towards in the future like as a goal the most immediate future I think I have like three musical projects that I think are going to finally start being outward about what we're doing you know to like show it to more than just myself does that mean live stuff yeah perform live and have you know that's another thing like okay so you don't have you know albums upon albums that you know that you can show to people but like you play live i mean you're you're a live musician as well you know what i mean like yeah you you produce stuff but like there's something just as valid about live stuff and like you you know i mean you'll put together meticulous sets for like a one-off show shit like that yeah that like i mean that's gotta feel good yeah, it does. It yeah. does feel good. It sometimes feels like it's just kind of spinning the wheels. How do you mean? I I feel like to in this age or like for a long time, you've had to kind of like keep a track record by recording things. Well, it keeps it it's it keeps it local. That's that's the only thing is that like yeah. There's no way to branch out of your... You need recordings to branch out of your local scene. Yeah, and but, I love the local scene. Yeah, but I mean, I also, you guys do... When you do a show, like, motherfuckers come. But, but yeah, 
But Cincinnati is like such a community-driven place, especially yeah. in the music scene. Yeah. You know, people are friends. We're all friends, yeah. which is cool, and it feels really nice, and I love it. But I, I want to do other shit. Yeah. I don't want to just be playing local shows all the time. Sure. Even if the sets are meticulous, man. Like, And, the, you know, those sets never feel, like, fully accomplished. That's why I want an album. No set is going to you when you play it the first time. No. Fuck no. Yeah. No. No set. A set might not ever feel that way just in general. Yeah. But, yeah, my goals are to, like, really have these musical projects that, like, next time if I'm on a podcast, your listeners could actually check out versus just being like, who the fuck is this dude? Right. No one's going to think that, man. They put, I'm, not worried about, I'm not worried about heart. that. I'm not yeah. worried about that. Yeah. But you, just, you know what I'm saying. I do. I do. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. You'll, you'll, you'll do that. You will do that. You will have... The thing about doing multiple things at once is that sometimes you finish multiple things at once. Yeah. There's like a finishing season. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh my goodness, this fall I've finished three albums. For sure, I mean? man. And that's so pretty cool. That may all of a sudden happen for you. Even when you know you don't expect it to, it's to sneak up on you or whatever. So yeah, dude, let's uh, let's turn this off so I can ask you the real question. We're gonna you know? turn this off. I've been sitting here with Ben Sloan in my kitchen, North Side, around the corner from his house, Cincinnati, Ohio. Say bye to the people. Bye to the Okay, thank you guys for listening to the Wandering Wolf Podcast, thewanderingwolfpodcast.com. Go pick up a t-shirt right now, uh, and and uh, they're, they're great. I think they're still around, so go pick one up for yourself and your loved ones. It's wintertime, I know, but it's hot in southerly places, and even in the wintertime, you'll need a t-shirt to go under your vestibule, which goes under your corset, which goes under your hat rack under your dance stand, and then under your billowy gown, okay? But look, seriously, thank you for listening, and you can find me there, thewanderwolfpodcast.com. You can also find me at Yoni Wolf on all your social media devices. And go to iTunes and give me a good rating. I, I, I'm trying to get sponsors for the podcast. I can't get sponsors unless I get... Uh, good ratings and good numbers and all that shit. So help me out, you guys. If you're if you're a, 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 a listener, uh, often listener. If you listen on SoundCloud, that's fine. But go to iTunes and search for the podcast and give me a five star rating or whatever the fuck is the, the best rating and write me some comments. That this guy is just amazing. He's the greatest. All right, good. You guys, take her easy. Keep 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 wandering.
Thank <laughs> you. 